this edition of the Creation Podcast, we are venturing outside the world of creation um, and taking a trip to German Street Theatre, um, which is actually not in German Street at the moment. They're in Blackwell's Bookshop with us. Um, we've been hosting for three weeks an amazing production of Dorian Gray. Um, there's, you'll hear all about it in the interview with Emily and Emily. Emily from Creation, Emily from German Street. Um, enjoy. the Creation Podcast. I'm Emily, I work for Creation Theatre Company uh, and I am here doing a takeover with Emily Laws, the wonderful stage manager on pictures of Dorian Gray. Um, so we're just going to ask you a few questions about the process, Emily. What's it been like being a stage manager on Dorian Gray? Um, it's definitely been a challenge. Um, coming to Oxford was a big change mm. from the venues we've done it in previously um, so yeah it's been very very full on of course because it was theatres before you, you sort yes. of did Scarborough did we London. did Scarborough which was an old cinema but it was a very traditional theatre space and then we did London which was a black box theatre um, and which was the same size as Scarborough so coming to Oxford everything was condensed down a lot more everything got a lot smaller um, so yeah it's just we've had to adapt very very quickly to fit this this brand new space but it's been wonderful like the space it's uh, drawing great is meant to be set in a bookshop oh yeah been definitely absolutely it's perfect like setting it's absolutely mm. perfect you couldn't ask for a more atmospheric setting than like a lower darker dingy level of a bookshop yeah. with all these like the beautiful of the yeah <laughs> beautiful old books surrounding the stage it's absolutely perfect oh great and have you got any funny moments throughout the run what's been your favourite moment um your tour uh, oh, the actors will kill me for saying this, but <laughs> because the actors all swap cast, there are four variations of it. Um, in the early stages of the run, you'd get actors saying the same lines as each other on stage because they temporarily forget which character they were <laughs> on stage for a minute or two, and then they'd say the same line together and look at each other and have to reassess which character they were and then they'd get back into the swing of it. So, <laughs> But it always turned out well because it looked like it was done on purpose. Yeah. So no one ever knew. And I guess that's a good thing as well because they know the part so well. So well. It's, uh, you can almost know it too well and sort of you could, each actor could play two parts in one show. Exactly. So <laughs> if one of them now, when they're very comfortable with it, when one of them forgets a line, the other one can normally pick it up for them mm. or at least skip forward to a line that they can pick up from again. So, yeah, they're, they're amazing as a team. Yeah, great. I just have to interject here. Um, we are at the Tempest rehearsals <laughs> backstage, so you might hear some accordion playing and some potential spoilers, but do ignore them. Um, it's We're just on site, and there might be some chainsaw noises, so do bear with us. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So, your, what's your sort of favourite moment of the show been, as from your perspective and as an audience member? From my perspective, a technical perspective, mm. um, there's one moment which is a really small moment, but I absolutely love it. Um, spoiler alert: if you see the show, we have lots of these hanging light bulbs. Yeah dotted all around the stage at lots of different levels. There are about 24 of them, all hung at different levels around the stage, so it's beautiful. There's one moment where one of the characters picks up one of the light bulbs and uses it like a lamp. Yeah. And that's just a lovely moment for me because 
it's uh, that yeah, it's a lovely visual moment because the light bulb comes on on its own, yeah. and then it goes off apparently on its own. Amazing. But it's obviously me cueing it, so it's just yeah. it's just such a like literally it's about a four second moment. Yeah. But it's just it's a. Yeah, it's a really, it's it's a really, really, really nice technical moment. moment. So is that a cue, one of your cues? That's one of then? my cues, is just to turn the light bulb on for the lamp and turn it off again. It's about four seconds, but yeah. the audience, you sometimes get little, like, ooze from the audience. Yeah, of course. Because yeah. they've never seen the light bulbs manipulated in that way before. Yeah, so for you guys, it's very simple. It's, uh, it's an on-off you know, button, but it looks like, button. to the audience, I guess, it looks like it's maybe, like, touch-sensitive. Yeah, touch-sensitive. Um, you know, magically turns on when he holds mm. it and it magically turns off when he drops it. Yeah, lovely. And I suppose, yeah, from an audience point of view, that's a lovely moment. But also... Um, oh, There's so many. There are so many to choose from, just like I mean, visually. Set, we won't talk about the set too much because it will spoil the show. Mm. That is one of the big... Uh, parts the big... of it. It's beautiful. It's yes, it's almost like a character set. in itself. The, yeah. the I mean, you can see it in um, photos. The... The portrait of Dorian isn't a traditional portrait. Mm. It's a pool of water. So you yeah. play on this whole reflection idea of that the reflection of Dorian is actually the portrait. Yeah. And when the portrait's being painted, the water's being manipulated. Yeah. And they play with light and reflection a lot in the show because there are lights embedded in the water. Yeah. So the first reveal of that water is from the quite something for an audience yeah. member because they don't know what to expect because it's hidden at the beginning. Yeah, so yeah, it's beautiful. It's stunning and there's a lot of beautiful sound design. So it <laughs> opens and yeah. there's just this big... There's a sort of very heavy moment where everyone realises that it's a, a giant pool of water yeah, and that that's yeah. what the tone of the piece is going to be and it's, it's lovely. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's just such a simple simple idea, but it's just so Such powerful. a clean idea. And, you know, mm. if anyone else has done Dorian Gray, you obviously come across the problem of, you know, how do you make a portrait that changes? Yeah. Or, you know, how, how on yeah. earth do you tackle <laughs> that? So if you go very metaphorical with it, and it is this water, yeah. and it's a reflection idea, and, you know, Dorian looks at it, mm. and obviously sees his or her reflection. Yeah. Which is what the picture should be. Yeah, of an course. exact replica of themselves. So yeah. it, it works on so many levels. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's, well, I think that's probably my, my favourite part of it as well, is the, is the pool of water. Just a very simple idea, but it really, you know, mm. you can really delve into the possibilities of yeah, what, and everyone, what it could mean. Everyone completely buys into it at mm. the beginning as well. There's no question about it. No one's confused about the water. Of course, yeah. You know, you know, of all the things that people may, you know, have questions about in the show because, you know, mm. it is a new adaptation. Yeah. Um, and so it's not seen by audiences before and they may have some questions, but the water's never one of them. Yeah. Everyone just completely and utterly... Is on board is, with it. Is on yeah. board with it and believes it. Yeah, yeah. And they understand it, and they know what it is, and they know yeah, what it's, it's doing. So it's just, yeah, that's... Great choice. Great directorial, great, great directorial choice there. Well done, Tom Littler. Well done, Tom Littler. <laughs> Fab. And uh, so joining Oxford, I mean, I mean, you've spoken a bit about the venue, but has it been enjoyable working with creation? You enjoyed... It's been, it's been magnificent, venue. honestly. Aww. It's been an absolute dream, because mm. the team, obviously... Are you know it's what they do. They they bring in these shows and they adapt it to new spaces. And so when we arrived with this show with water and hanging light bulbs and hanging microphones yeah. and you know all of it this was stuff, problem solving one oh one just immediately. But everyone just just this team appeared and went sure. right. How do we make this work? Yeah. What's this show? What do you need us to do? 
how can we help you? And it just, though, nothing was a, nothing was no. Yeah. Nothing was no, we can't do that. Nothing was too hard. Everyone has yeah. been so flexible yeah. and helpful with adapting the show to the space and making it work for this, for this venue. Yeah. It's not been like we've tried to drop a London show into the bookshop. Of course, yeah. It's like they were just making it and helping us mould it to yeah. fit the space, which was, which was lovely. Yeah, and I suppose from our perspective as well, we were so kind of in tune with making things fit to different sites because that is the work exactly, that we do. Exactly, that's what you do. So it is, it is a case of, okay, this is going to be tricky, but how, how can we work around this and make it not exactly the same, but a version of, of what, it, yeah. what it should be, what it should represent? The team was just absolutely wonderful yeah. when we were building the set and everything. They just, like I, I said, nothing, nothing was too hard. <laughs> yeah. nothing, was, nothing was a no. Yeah, we work them hard. We crack the whip. <laughs> cool. So, obviously, the casting combination, so some of our audience might not be aware, but the casting combination changes. So we have four different casting combinations. Yes. So you have four different versions where you have two versions where there's a female Dorian mm-hmm. and two versions where there's a male Dorian. And then the other characters also swap. Yeah. And their gender swaps as well. So there are four variations that you can see. Yeah. And we have actually had quite a few people, we've had lots of people come back to see it two, three times. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a different take each time. It's a completely different show. Yeah. It's an absolutely different show, and I think from a stage management point of view, that was very important mm. to not think of it as four versions of the same show. Mm. You had to think of it as four different shows. That's a big job for you. Yeah, I just... Yeah. Because... Um, <laughs> Obviously, when the actors are all playing their different parts and they have different journeys, they all do things in a very specific way that's personal to them. So as soon as, as a stage manager, you know, if you're normally just on one show, Mm. you'll get it all done, you'll get it all set up, and that's how it'll be for the rest of the run. Mm. But this, things change every version, every venue, it all changes. So you have to think of it as four completely different versions because one cast might even have costume or props set in a different place. Of course, yeah. They Smooth. go off on a different exit to someone else in another oh. version. So it is it is completely four shows. Yeah. You can't fall into the trap of, of thinking oh, it's just the same exactly show. The they'll same just do exactly the same as the others. <laughs> oh, no, it'll be fine. They know what they're doing. No, they will do something completely different yeah. every night without fail. God, stress, massive stress. So what's your favourite picture? Well, I'm not... <laughs> Genuinely, actually, I know people say this all the time, but genuinely, yeah. I don't know that I have a favourite... I certainly have favourite relationships within the versions. Yeah. I don't have one favourite version. I yeah. love... I, I, it's I, very diplomatic It's you, very really. diplomatic <laughs> with me. I'm not going to ruin it by saying that I do love when it's a female Dorian and a female Sybil. Yes. Um, yeah. That's just something I I I do love that relationship. Yeah. But then, equally, I love the male Dorian and male Sybil relationship yeah. as well. That's interesting. Yeah. So I guess those those shows would be. So we've got picture A, B, and B, C, and D. Yes. So they would be picture A and B. Picture right? A and C. C. 
D. Oh, you put me on the spot now. I think D is the female female, female Wootten and female Dorian. Yes, that's it. So it's Sybil. Yes. Is that right? That's what we're doing today. Yes. Yes. (laughs) What is happening? (laughs) Cool. Um, So, and is there anything else that you wanted to talk about in terms of like your experience of the show and how you've enjoyed it and from your your job and your point of view yeah I mean it's been uh, it's definitely a new thing for me um doing four versions of the same show mm. and you know I don't want to do any kind of spoiler alerts but no. they, they do no spoilers they do you know things are things are very very different in each version you know you can't see one and say you've seen all of them yeah and I think think that's why this has been such as it doesn't feel like we've been doing the show as long as we have yeah because how long has it been is it the beginning of may yeah it started in may so it's actually it's not been that long yeah yeah but because you have these different versions and as the cast get comfortable with it they find these nuances and these new Mm. little tweaks and turns that they've found in the script or in their character because they because they have so much opportunity yeah. to do that, it's like doing a new show every night because they'll suddenly say a line in a completely different way that you've never heard them say it before. <laughs> throw you off, <laughs> throw you off a bit, but it keeps it fresh. It really does, and I would say that it's a, a testament to them for yeah. them to not have just settled into this routine. Of course, and they're up for the um, offies as well, aren't they? So the ensemble... Yes, they're up for um, best ensemble. I think we've got best costume. I'm sure we've got some sets. We might some sound probably thrown in there. Stage manager, obviously. If only only there was a a stage manager one. Um, Yeah, no, they're up up for lots of things. And I mean, I, I don't blame them. It's a stunning, stunning show. Yeah, yeah. It is gorgeous. So in terms of anybody who's getting into stage management, have you got any advice that you want to throw their way? Free advice. Free advice from a a stage manager. Oh, God, I could go on for hours about that. Um, Yes, the biggest... I mean, I'm still learning things, and I've been doing this for not long, only about three years. Mm. But the biggest advice, the best advice I could give any stage manager is to always be flexible. Yeah. And prepared. And prepared. Be prepared, but be flexible, because if you, for one minute, think that something's going to stay the same, you're then in a trap, Mm -hmm. because you get comfortable. So you've got to be prepared for something to change every day. So it's that kind of ability to let things happen naturally and not get caught up in things staying the same. Because shows do develop naturally Mm. they do develop and relationships develop on stage and characters do change you know you've been doing show for a long time things do change it's not going to be the same as a second or third show Mm. so it is really important to let that breathe yes and not try and maintain this kind of golden press night image that Mm. you have in your head you know you let it let it breathe and let it let it develop on its own yeah and that's your role kind of in in the performance and in the production itself, but you, I mean, I've seen Emily's uh, rucksack that she carries around with her, no. and it's insane. She has a step A, B, and C 
first aid kit. Yes. <laughs> Do I, tell us about what the es- essentials that you carry around. My there. essential stage management kit. Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Well, you can always carry an Al Al Barkley singing singing actor. <laughs> I'd love, I'd love to carry that was Al Barkley um, playing Alonso in The Tempest, singing My, 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 Delilah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> um, <Do you continue? laughs> my stage management kit. Uh, yeah, I do have, I have a first aid kit. I also have a backup first aid kit, just on the off chance. On the, yeah. Just on the off chance, you never know. Yeah. Um, so, yes, two first aid kits normally. I have any number of pens, pencils, highlighters, rubbers, rulers, colouring pencils, anything you could possibly need. Yeah. If you ever bump into a small child that really, really, really needs, needs to, to do some colouring, um, I'm the person to go to. <laughs> I have any number of medications with me, hay fever tablets, Nurofen, paracetamol, plasters, sore throat sweets, uh, often um, uh, travel sickness pills Mm -hmm. if you're touring. Yeah. Genius. It's, it's... These are the things that I would just, it would go completely out of my head. I just, this is why I'm not a stage manager. I mean, this, is, this is why I carry my absolutely giant bag with me everywhere I go. There's all, there's about 17 rolls of tape in there for all, all possible eventualities. Spare change of clothes, you know, you just, you name it, yeah. absolutely name it, and um, and it's in, it's in my bag. Yeah. Crikey. Well, thank you so much. You've put us all to shame with your organisational skills. Oh, years of practice. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having a chat with us. No, uh, thank you for Emily, having me. Emily, the stage manager on Pictures of Dorian Gray, uh, which will be running until the 27th of July. Brave the Tempest this summer. Find yourself shipwrecked on Prospero's Island, solve puzzles and explore the landscape to find characters and scenes in real-life locations. Part game, part escape room, part Shakespeare play performed around Osney Mead, Industrial Estate, from the 19th of July to the 15th of August. Tickets are selling fast. Book now! Thank you for listening to the Creation Theatre podcast. You can find more episodes and all the latest creation news at creationtheatre.co.uk. Thank you.